Hi everybody. Today we're going to talk about choosing the right putter. My name is Paul Buchanan. I'm the Master Teacher Fitter in Melbourne, Australia. Let's get started. Okay, so today we're going to talk about picking the right putter. And by the way, I'm coming from my mobile office. Some days I'll do some of these episodes from my office, uh, which could be a table at the golf shop. Um, and some days it'll be from my car. And so today I'm headed out to Gippsland, which is out in the country from Melbourne. Um, I got a golf shop and a golf course today. I'm the pro out there and I help with uh, some of the duties there um, and then I help some of the clubs around. Um, by the way, we we also landed the Super 6 Championship there, which is in uh, November, Melbourne Cup Week. So it's a really big deal for the country. We worked really hard on getting a big tournament out there and we were able to land this one. Um, so today we're traveling in the car. Um, so we just... These are the days you hope you don't get pulled over by the friendly uh, police, but um, uh, if need so, I'll give them a quick uh, golf lesson if that helps out with my ticket. <laughs> but anyways, um, let's get talking about the putter. So the putters are, are a touchy one. Those are usually the last thing we change in our golf equipment, but it can be um, a huge disaster when we do change because... Now we're, we're seeing uh, more and more putters with the larger grips. And I have to, I have to say, when, when that first came out and I tried it, I didn't like it. But then I tried some different sizes and it started to work. And so now I have a, a grip on mine. It's a 2.0. That's just what it's called. It's on a Cleveland putter. Um, and it's made by Wynn. And I, I, I really like it. Um, now when I put uh, a traditional grip in my hand, it just doesn't feel right anymore. So it really balances out the putter. Um, and again, my putter fits me uh, pretty well, but we're going to get to that part. So the putters nowadays are normally mallet size, which means they're a little bit bigger, uh, kind of like in a, um, a half moon shape, uh, if that's the correct way to say it. Uh, some of them come quite large, um, and some of them will have a almost look kind of space age, like a, a laser weapon. Um, but um, but the half moon seems to be the most popular nowadays. It's hard to find the traditional small rectangle putters, uh, which are quite popular with Scotty Cameron. Um, he's pretty much pretty much the only one really pushing that still still that that um, design. Um, but there's a reason. Um, so let's talk about the putter head first. The putter head comes in these different shapes, but it also comes with different colors, and it comes with different uh, lines that they use for aiming the putter at the target or wherever you're trying to put the, the ball. And sometimes it helps with the ball position, you know, where you're trying to put it on the club face itself. So it has an aid in there for new golfers and also uh, pro golfers. So when you're picking your putter, you have to know how you like to 
stroke the putter, meaning back and forth. You know, how you like to rock it back and forth. Do you like to take the putter straight back, straight through? Do you like to take the putter kind of curving a little bit, like a golf swing? Um, so when, when you're choosing these type of putters, they have to match up to your stroke. So let's say you like to take the putter straight back, straight through. Really common, it's taught quite a bit. You'll see people lay down a, a putter or a string or a chalk line to, to create that nice, perfect backstroke. Um, that type of putter requires more of a mallet. So we're talking more like the half moon or the larger putter heads. Um, and that's what it's designed for. It's more balanced for that type of technique. If you try to swing the putter on the inside or more like an arc with a mallet, it just won't work. The, the weights, uh, it, just, it just won't work. It won't balance right in your hands. And I think that's why people struggled with those in the early stages. Um, now, back to the rectangle, which is a smaller head. Um, those are more for someone that likes to create just a little bit of arc. So if you've been practicing these perfect straight back and straight through strokes and you're using a rectangle head, uh, you're going to have some bad days. It's just not designed for that. It's weighted to, to move more like a golf club, more like a golf swing, if that makes sense. Um, so those are two designs right there that are completely different um, and they require a different type of putting stroke. So when you're with your golf coach and you pull out your mallet putter and the coach starts you on working um, arc style, you're going to swing inside to inside when you stroke. It's not going to work that much. You might get a couple putts in the hole like we all do, but overall when you're out on the golf course it's going to start to fall apart. So really important to establish your stroke right off the gate you're in the golf shop picking your putter or even if you're online looking for something just take a moment um, get a putter out uh, lay uh, lay something on the ground like a stick or, or a club and putt over it and kind of watch and see how your putter goes back and through and if it goes straight back and through you need to be looking at those mallet heads but if you see it kind of turning or it has some type of arc on your stroke, you can see when you bring it back and through, you need to be looking at the smaller headed putters. Okay, so that's one stage. Um, another is the hosel area. So this is the part that connects the shaft to the putter head. And a lot of people don't pay attention to the hosel. They just know when they put it on the ground, they go, oh, that looks good, or wow, that looks, that looks like it's aiming way left. Um, and so when you have a putter hosel, that has, uh, we call it an L shape. It'll look like a 90 degree angle on it. And then you have a putter that has more of like a, um, it looks like a pipe all the way down to the head. Um, and it has a little bit of a curve in there. Okay, these, these are two different styles that suit people's eyes. Now the one that's more of like a 90 degree, which is real common in the Scotty Camerons, that adds a little bit of offset to the putter, which helps people aim more left. It's real important to know that. 
So if you're somebody that has a problem aiming to the left, uh, meaning that you're always aiming that way, you better watch out for that hosel. But if you're constantly leaving putts off to the right of the hole, and say you're right-handed, you might want to use that as an option, try an offset putter, which is an L shape. You'll see it has quite a bit of um, angle on it. Um, then you have the one that looks like a pipe all the way down to the putter. and It's just got a slight curve from the hosel, or I'm sorry, from the shaft to the uh, putter head, and that's the hosel area. So when you, when you stroke this one, you should feel like you can go straight back, straight through. Not a lot of leeway, so you're not going to have much problem leaving the, having a problem off to the right or off to the left. Um, so this, this style is pretty common with most golfers. There's no offset in it. There's, um, the putter head's usually pretty, when you look down at the loft, it's just right there, meeting right with the shaft. So it look, this looks very neutral. Uh, pretty, pretty boring looking club, which, which is why I like it. Um, so that's more my style. Okay, now let's get on to the lines on the putter. Now, this is an area that a lot of people don't know, a lot of pros don't know, a lot of tour players, when they come to see me, they just, they don't know. They just, you know, they just go with the way it's designed and they just deal with it. The lines affect your eyesight. So, when you, when you put a putter down, um, you can look down and you might see a line on the top part of the putter, if it's a mallet. If it's a rectangle shape, you might see a line on the top, but you also might see a line on the bottom, which is the cavity area, more down towards the bottom of the putter. Uh, those are totally two different lines, and they they angle the, the, the eyesight differently back to the target. There's a reason. Um, and then on some of the mallets, you'll see uh, two lines on the top, so one towards the toe of the club, um, furthest point from the putter head. And then you'll see a line closer to the hosel area. So, and then you might even see a third line thrown in there on the back, um, just to try to help with aiming. They, the the companies have done a great job, really trying to help golfers get an understanding of how to aim it. But the other thing is you got to know how to fix your eyesight. So, when you pick a, a line on the putter, um, you want to start off by demoing some putters with one line, two lines, three lines, and then also putters with no lines. And what you'll find out is when you look down, some of the lines will seem like they're aiming way to the left, or they might seem like they're aiming way to the right And when, when you're aiming at the target. And if, the, if you sense that at all, it's the wrong line. You just got to get out of that quickly. Because if you don't, you're going to keep adjusting your aim, which is going to affect your stroke. And guess what? You'll be coming to see me for a putting lesson. And what I'll do is I will go, well, let's double check this putter design to make sure it works for you. Um, so again, let's, so let's say it's a no-line putter. Well, that's just somebody that just, when they look at the target, they don't really use lines. They just basically can just see where they're going. Um, I might describe it as just driving a car. When, you, when you're looking forward, you can pretty much just drive 
uh, in between the lines without any kind of um, anxiety or pressure. You can just balance in between the lines pretty easily. You're not somebody that favors the left side of the lane or the right side of the lane. You're just pretty neutral. Uh, when you add one line, it does mean you need a little bit of help to, to direct a target onto a line, um, but not not uh, 100% um, accurate on the line. So I don't know if that comes off right, but um, you know it's not 100% on the line. When you use a single line on the bottom of the putter, which is found on the rectangle heads, that's somebody that is pretty precise. They draw a single line right to the target, spot on, uh, but they normally only like straight putts. So there is a, a little bit of um, anxiety there when it comes to a breaking putt. Um, when you use two lines, uh, which is one out towards the toe, one towards the hosel area, and they're usually found on the mallets, and they're on the top of the putter, um, meaning there's there's two sides. There's the top, and then there's the cavity in the back. Um, it's just a design issue. So on those, it's just somebody that likes to see more of a pathway to the hole. Um, and again, that's like driving a car. You're in between the two lines, pretty casual. You're not favoring one side or the other. It's just, just a casual stroll along in the park. You're going up the pathway. Um, when you have the two lines and you add the third line to the back, that's somebody that likes to go right up the middle. So they use the, the, the two lines on the top as a boundary. And that single line has to be precise, spot on. That ball's got to be rolling right in the middle, in between those two lines, up the pathway and into the hole. Um, I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but picking the lines, picking the head design, uh, it's a pretty big deal. Picking the right hosels is huge. Um, so now let's talk about the color. So I've been seeing some different colors coming out. I saw red. Red's been out for a while. I'm starting to see some yellow, some white, some whites and blacks mixed together. Color does affect. Um, of course, we know what red means to everyone. It means caution, stop. Uh, it does affect the golf stroke. So if you've got something red in your hand, and you, your tendency is going to be always thinking red, which is danger, stop. Uh, yellow. Um, it can be kind of passive, um, but it also means caution. Green means go. So that's why a lot of drivers that are green intent, shafts that are green, uh, it's, a, it's an aggressive color. It means to, to go. Um, and I've got a green driver. It's not dark, you know, it's not bright green, but it's, it's green. And uh, boy, I could smash it. So a lot goes into that. Uh, black? What does black mean? Uh, it's just kind of dull. There's not, there's nothing to it. There's no, you know, what does black mean? So it can mean many things. Um, white. White. Um, white is pretty good. It's, it's a pretty dominant color. The visual is pretty, pretty spot on. Uh, once you use white... Um, you can aim a little bit better, so that's why a lot of lines on the putter are white. Uh, the ones that are black, um, a lot of people don't take focus to those. Um, but as soon as you put a white line on a putter, it really shows up. You're really uh, able to aim that uh, ball a lot sharply in that putter. Um, 
So that's a little bit about colors. It's just something you test. You can always put a, a piece of masking tape across the top of your putter. Um, and you just color it in with different colors. So you, one time you color it with blue. You test your putt. Uh, take that tape off. Put on another one. Test red. Take that one off. Test uh, yellow. Just go through the color checks. And you'll find out right away which one you putt better with. And it's, it's so easy. It's just masking tape. It's better than going out and spending $500 and making that mistake. So uh, it's a quick, easy way to test putter colors. Grip. So all you got to do here is just, just keep testing the different sizes, kind of like what I did. Uh, at first, I didn't like the big ones that came out, but then I didn't realize there was other sizes. Now we're going back a ways, but uh, it worked. Uh, um, so the, the neat thing about putter grips nowadays is you can... Uh, get an air compressor and you can blow them onto the shaft you don't need to use tape no glue uh, you just well you'll put some tape on the shaft itself but just strictly to, to hold it uh, not sticky tape you're just using it to build up the shaft a little bit so when you blow the grip on you can test the size it won't move and then uh, if that one doesn't work, uh, you can take it back off. You just use the air compressor and it blows it right back off. Uh, maybe have your pro do it. Um, but there is a way to take them on and off without uh, destroying the grip. Um, and that's a service I offer, um, especially out in the country. Everyone wants to try the different uh, size grips, so I just blow them on and off until we get it. Um, kind of neat right now. I'm driving through fog, talking on my podcast doing 110 uh, so breaking every law possible in Australia so don't let it don't tell anybody um, so we've talked about the grip we've talked about the um, head designs we've talked about the hosel we've talked about the lines we've talked about the color another thing that's going to start to come back into play again in the future is the shaft now um, not too long ago you know 100 years ago the shafts and the putters used to be a lot softer now yes the putters did have a lot more loft oh that's another part i haven't talked about it's loft um, the shafts will start to change here in the near future um, the companies haven't caught on yet but um, i have been experimenting with different shafts so a softer shaft can help with a putting stroke especially with somebody that's um, a little bit slower with their stroke and then, of course, the people that are faster with their strokes, you want to keep those shafts pretty firm, which is firm is all you find in all the shafts. It's a, it's a blank shaft. It's pretty rigid. It won't bend at all. But um, the softer shafts, I do see a big difference, especially in uh, my lady uh, golfers. They like to swing the putter a little bit slower, and the softer shaft helps with that. Okay, so let me back up. I forgot about loft, the big one. The reason why I don't talk about it is you can't change the loft anymore. Uh, they only come in two, three, and four degrees of loft nowadays. That's not uh, that's not good if you're putting on a, a green that's slow. And what I mean is, um, being in the Melbourne area, the greens are always fast, which is it's nice. But if I come out into the country, the greens are a little bit slower, and but I've still got the same putter. So when you're on slow greens, you need a putter with more loft, so six, seven, eight degrees of loft. Um, you need that. And 
once you experiment with more loft on slower greens, you'll never go back to a putter with less loft. It is so easy. And that's why the old putters back in the old days worked. The greens were much slower. Those putters had more loft on them. And those guys made putts from everywhere. Um, so one thing to look at is, yes, you may have to own two putters. But um, unfortunately, don't worry about getting that second putter yet. Because they don't make them with lots of loft yet. Uh, so that'll be something in the future as well. Um, I hope this helps. Um, I really enjoy talking about uh, equipment and, and how it affects our golf swings and, and, uh, and how we can better things. Again, you can, uh, if you need to get in touch with me, my website is uh, www.paulbuchanan.weebly.com and you can get on there and you can send me an email. Uh, I've also got videos on there. Just type in Paul Buchanan Golf Pro and you'll find all my videos. Take care, everyone, and have fun.